to the Batmobile. Let's go. Come on, Bob, for old times, huh? Harley Quinn, nice to meet ya. <laughs> Pardon my French. Fuck those fuckers. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Comics in Motion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Comics in Motion TV and movie reviews for shows that are based on comic books. Myself will be reviewing from the perspective of a long-time comic book reader. And I'll be reviewing from the TV and movie perspective. And what we normally do is we normally spoil everything. But we're not going to do that this week, are we, Chris? What are we going to review this week with our spoiler-free selves? <laughs> well, Dave. <laughs> That's about the sort of introduction I would do there. But um, we are going to be... Not spoiling, but we are going to do an overall review of the brand new Robert Kirkman animated series that's coming on Amazon Prime on the 26th of March. And uh, we are basically reviewing Invincible Day. I think Amber's been pretty clear about how she feels. I'm nothing like my dad. I want to be just like you. I fought to keep this planet safe. Your power's got to be due any day now, son. <laughs> Morning. I'm scared, Dad. What if I can't do this? Follow me. Slow down. Land. I said land. Stop! Get up. I'm actually getting used to this a little. That's not good. You need to be better. After everything he's done, how can I live up to all that? You need to decide what kind of hero you want to be. That was you! In the blue and the yellow? Why don't you meet the team after school? May we count on you in the future? Yeah, I think so. And bored of this. ever happened to me now take me flying or i'm gonna tell everyone you're invincible sorry not sorry awesome now i have to ask you so this is coming out like i say end of march um did you were you aware of this as a as a comic book as a property at all no you know me dave no however i have seen the character invincible now i can't work out whether i saw it at the comic con a couple of years ago that we covered in Manchester. 
uh, or whether I've just seen his picture online, you know, like whether through the comics emotion, mm-hmm. but I have seen the art style and that uniform before on Invincible. But other than that, I don't know anything about the character, the settings, what it's about, but I have definitely seen his um, likeness before, Dave, and I just don't know what... I, I kept trying to think for the review where I've seen it, but I don't know. But yeah, I have no background on these characters at all. Yeah, I think there's a good chance you, you, you'd you have seen him on the uh, uh, Comic-Con that you went to uh, in Manchester a couple of years ago now, isn't it? Gosh, yeah, it's three years in July, I think, Dave. Oh, crikey. You know, whenever I think of years... I, I, 2020 just doesn't appear in my memory when i think of things that that happened and i think oh yeah that happened last year it was 2019 that i'm thinking about usually so um you know when everything opens up again it's going to take a little bit of getting used to but yeah so i mean so i've been aware of this book uh for years it had a big you know fanfare around it obviously as you mentioned before it's written by robert kirkman of walking dead fame and you know i have to say as part of image comics walking dead really is one of those flagship books robert kirkman wasn't one of the original founders of image you know they all kind of split off from the major publishers in particular marvel uh in the 90s but i think in in terms of success robert kirkman is is definitely up there for these kind of indie creators and indie properties now i've got in my hands here, Chris, the volume one hardback, and it's got the first 13 issues, and it looks absolutely gorgeous, but I haven't actually read it all yet, <laughs> so I need to get my arse into gear uh, before this one comes out and read it all through, but like you say, the the superhero suits that both, uh, you know, Invincible himself has and, and uh, his dad, Omni-Man, you know, they, they're quite distinctive, a little bit generic as well aren't they and um you know the basic premise for the story is that we follow mark grayson he's the son of omni-man who's basically the most powerful superhero on the planet and there are kind of a few parallels aren't there between what we're seeing in superman and lois yeah very much so but obviously, it helps that in Superman Lois, these kids have gone 16 years without realising that the dad is Superman Dave. <laughs> but yeah. I do like that series. I keep getting little digs in, but it is really good. I've watched two so far. It's very good. But yeah, you're right. Invincible is parallel a lot. Like you say, Omni-Man, is the, he is the man, basically. He is just Superman, isn't he, really, of this whole um, run. And, and yeah, it's an interesting... It's like a coming-of-age type setting for the first series i think for invincible to become who he yeah. has to come so yeah very good david and i will say having no baggage not knowing what this is like we both agreed on this didn't we dave that it, this whole series is very similar to one of mine and your favorite tv shows that amazon prime run yeah so i think it even though if you look on the cover it's got that kind of impression of looking like your generic superhero story then then it's really not um and i i think you know first so we've only seen the first three episodes haven't we so yeah obviously it could take a turn after that but i think they do give you a good feel of what the series is going to be like and i think a lot in the first episode you you see a lot of the standard superhero tropes that you might see in marvel or dc but then it does take a it's a little bit more adult 
isn't it? But then it does kind of go a bit more like the boys, I'd, I'd have to say. Without a doubt, Dave, without a doubt. And I agree with that. It, it feels very much like... It's, it's almost... 1980s style of cartoons when we grew up you know you're watching it and, and I, like i said I, we've done a few of these animated properties and i love the hulk v wolverine and stuff like that but or wolverine v hulk is it dave but I, I actually bought it on dvd after we reviewed it and i really enjoyed it but i don't watch a lot of them you know we, we had we did a little review on the original x-men series when that came on disney plus i didn't know what to expect of this and the style the artwork it's very similar but also, just bear in mind, anyone who's who's listening to this review, it's not a child's cartoon, is it, Dave? So don't be sitting your four or five year old Kimo, depending thing you. But there's a oh, lot, of, yeah. There's a lot of swearing. <laughs> there's a lot of animated violence and blood type situation, isn't there? So so that's something that definitely is to be aware of if you're going to get it on Prime. And it may give you the warning if you've got the parental controls on. It's not a problem, but. It's definitely an adult-themed animated show. And and honestly, I, I was blown away by it, if I'm being honest, Dave. Yeah, and I'm just going to tangent off for a second. Have you ever watched Sausage Party? And, and there is yes. a... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is amazing. So a, mate mine, a mate of mine, you know, he's... he's He's got two young kids. I mean, they're they're a bit older now. They're about ten and eight, but back then I, I think they were about six and four. And uh, his missus had gone away for a. I can't remember if she'd gone to visit her parents or it was a Hindu or something like that. But this was like the first proper full weekend where dad is in charge of the show and you know what it's like chris there's a bit more added pressure when that's you know that's the case and things that you take for granted just suddenly it's down to you and you're responsible for these two little people who are trying to shove forks into you know plug sockets and things and uh anyways he's got it all planned out and you know things are going quite well but he's like trying to make the tea and stuff and make sure that dishes are washed and all that kind of crap and uh and the the, the eldest one's a boy and he says uh, dad can we watch this sausage party and he, he looks at it you know it's on sky it's like oh yeah okay and he goes <laughs> dad it's asking me for a code and he's he's so his mind is so busy with everything else he's just like right right okay plugs in the the parental control code and just goes back off into the kitchen to do you know his jobs and stuff and then he comes in about 20 minutes in and he's like, what are you watching? Because <laughs> <laughs> he can see, you know, all these fucking innuendo jokes and swearing and everything. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I fucked it up now. So, uh, yeah, he's, he was doing quite well on the dad front right up until that moment. But <laughs> I was going to say, coming at the end, I was going to say, no. Jesus Christ, he's missing and killed him. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know if he's actually told her. So, um... <laughs> I wouldn't, Dave. I tell you now, I, I wouldn't. Think, I think it's, some things are best left unsaid, aren't they? It's just yeah. like, yeah, they I just... Uh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, Sky remembers where you were in the movie. It's, oh, yeah, I just, I just thought I'd watch it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but... I mean, we have got Seth Rogen in, in this series, haven't we? And he was obviously, uh, you know, he was looking after Sausage Party as well. But I think it's it's a bit like that in that, you know, Sausage Party just mimics like the Toy Story kind of animation. And I think 
Invincible, I, I think the animation, it, it's quite like Justice League or something like that. I don't know if you've seen any of those. I, I think they're on Amazon Prime as well. To me, the animation style is like that. I wouldn't say the 80s, because if you actually go back to the 80s, Chris, and look at some of these animated shows, they're, they're not how you remember them. <laughs> you mentioned Hulk versus Wolverine. I, th- I think you could say it's it's more similar to that, isn't it? Um I think it was that 2010 or or something like that. It, it was more recent, wasn't it? But I do think it lures you in to feeling like this is just going to be a generic, you know, it's like Justice League, but it's not really. And so, you know, get comfortable. Everything's going to be fine. And then, you know, obviously things take a turn and, and they're not fine. No, they are not, David. <laughs> they are not <laughs> fine. But we can't spoil it for everybody. It, honestly, watching the first three episodes, and I'm thinking, you know, we, we review a lot of things, and, and I think they ran at about 40, 45 minutes long each episode. You know, so, so you're watching them, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of get the legs, and there is a, there is something that happens across the first three episodes where you're like, yeah, I'm all in on this straight away because <laughs> because there's some great storytelling. With Robert uh, Kirkman there, Dave, the guy who created The Walking Dead, he's definitely an influence of that. You can see that in the style. Having Seth Rogen there as well in the background, he plays one of the characters. We've got an all-star cast, Dave. You know, we've got Mark Hamill there. He plays one of the characters. We've got uh, uh, Clancy Brown comes up, you know, the Kurgan out of uh, Highlander. I'll get there, Dave. Yeah, uh, yeah. These different people. He's also these... Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob. Well, of course, that's more important. Any of our younger listeners. But you've got, oh, and you've got J.K. Simmons as well, who's actually playing. He plays Omni Man. Omni Man, yeah. You know, yeah. So, so, so he, and you can dis- straight away, you can distinguish his voice straight away. And, and I think that's what it gives it the validity. You can't tell Mark Hamill is one of the characters though, because he's that good at acting, Dave. It's only afterwards. Yeah. You're like, you don't say, I recognize you. It's like JK Simmons. He's just doing his voice. You know, he, he's doing the same voice that you get in, you know, Spider-Man because get he's J. Joe. Pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the same. He's the same character. And obviously he's in uh, Justice League as well, isn't he, Dave, which we'll be reviewing, you know, the yep, Spider Cup. Yep. So he, he, but his voice does not deviate or does not change. With Mark Hamill, because he's such a good uh, voice actor, you can't tell. But yeah, really, really, really great way to go into this. And I honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I cannot wait for everybody to actually watch it. And March the 26th, I'm hoping and praying they don't do like what they did with the boys, which I think they're going to do. Because if they release the first three day, we've got a long wait for the fourth episode I, I'm, I know, yeah, I'm itching yeah. to watch the rest of them and I don't say that about animated stuff at all I I think you're going to be disappointed I think that seems to be how Amazon like to release them doesn't it so release the first three and then everything else weekly after that so I mean to be fair we were talking about division, weren't we and saying oh, they, they released the first two but really they, they should have released the first three and then that would have got people a bit more bought in. So I, I suspect, you know, we don't we don't know, but I suspect they will release the first three. But, I mean, I'm all in as well. I mean, I don't think we need to score it, do we? Because we're not, no. um, not going to spoil anything and go through this thing forensically. Um, but I, I've 
going to have to say, Chris, of all the animated things that, that we have reviewed, I'm going to hazard a guess that, that this is right up there for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. The, the parallels to the boys are there and they're quite apparent from the start, Dave. And I, I, I like the dialogue as well. The, the acting's very good and the way they put it on the screen, the, there's a great dynamic between Omni-Man and his family and stuff like that, Dave. And, I, and like I said, I won't ruin any of any of it, but I think J.K. Simmons, his acting's brilliant in this, Dave. And the, and the way yeah. they, they, draw, they draw it and put it together as an animated property, it really works, honestly. You know, they, they, there's some cracking dialogue stupid and there is that sort of smallville teen drama coming of age stuff in the background as well which which gives it a little bit of grounding and i think it's relatable for a lot of people i, I mean everyone i haven't but like you say you've got the copy of, the, of invincible there but anybody who's read the comics you're going to know exactly what to expect i didn't so going into this completely uh vanilla not knowing what to expect i was i was blown away i really was dave i really really enjoyed it yeah, and and you know we talk about the the all star cast. We mentioned J.K. Simmons, mentioned Mark Hamill. I I think the the quality of actors that they brought into this, I I think it really does come across, doesn't it? Because uh, you know I, I remember we, we looked at the first X Men animated series, didn't we? And you know we love some of those characters. We obviously got speak to to Lenore Zan as well I play Rogue um but I when I go back and and I have been back a few times to go back to that first episode and, and is it the first one or maybe the second one and uh you know Cyclops is um someone takes Cyclops's uh sunglasses off his ruby quartz sunglasses that stop his uh, you know yeah uh, kind of heat vision coming out there and I just remember this this guy this like side actor who's going like Put them back on. Put them back on. (laughs) Put them on, man. And it's just so, so bad. It makes me cringe every time. I happened to watch the uh, the old '90s Roger Corman Fantastic Four again yesterday. Fucking love that, Chris. Just in terms of how bad it is. (laughs) It's just I had to send Max it, and I was saying like, sent him the bit that was like where Ben Grimm was saying, "Hey, Mrs. Storm." Can Johnny and Susan Sue come up to space with us? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so delightfully bad. But this is the opposite of that. This is believable stuff, you know. And you've got um, you got Sandra O, oh, who's playing Debbie Grayson, so Mark's mum. She was famous for uh, Killing Eve, which I, I'm assuming you can get across in the US as well. I think so. Yeah, Sam Sam was Killing Eve, Dev. I presume, because a lot of the BBC stuff's translatable now, like an iPlayer, um, like a US version of it. But that was was really good, and, uh, you know, great series, plays a great role in that. You've got Stephen Yen, who, of course, uh, famous for Walking Dead as well, played Glenn in that. And you've got Zazie Beetz. So, you know, Domino from Deadpool 2, and obviously she played that role in... um, Joker as well. You got Walter Goggins. You know he shows up on a on a lot of things, doesn't he? He's, he was in the Hateful Eight. I, I remember him the most from that. So, yeah, just loads of great characters, Chris. And you know, I, you'd have to say that 
you know, apart from getting in, I don't know, Sly and Arnie, maybe, you know, maybe they could get it a bit better that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they really have some got some top talent in, haven't they, to do this voice acting? Yeah, they have, to be fair. And, and Dave, it deserves it. The production value of it is actually excellent, to be honest. It really is. I, I, I think people are going to be a surprise when this comes out. And I hope, and I, I think you're right. I think after the first three episodes, if it carries on in this trajectory, it's going to be a great series. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, uh, so it's eight episodes the first season. Um, and, you know, like I say, I, I suspect they'll do what they did with the boys. They'll drop the first three, probably, and then release them each week after that. But I think, I, I'm hoping, Chris, people can be responsible. Uh, these days, it's more hope than uh, <laughs> than expecting people because, you know, we've seen it, haven't we, with all kinds of things coming out. One division more recently where people jump onto Twitter and, uh, you know, they want to spoil everything. But I'd advise you, as soon as this comes up, just uh, avoid Twitter. Make sure you can watch it because... I think of all the different series, you know, some of them have different levels of being, you know, spoilers having a massive impact on your viewing pleasure. And I think this one, you need to go in without spoilers because it'll blow your fucking socks off. (laughs) That's brilliant, Dave. That's a perfect way to describe it. It's so good. Now, Chris, we've been going for about 10 minutes. Uh, have we got anything else to say? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, Dave, because you know me. I want to spoil it I and I can't. Like <laughs> itching away, aren't I? But I, again, I, I like... Th- there's quite a lot of Spider-Man, I feel. You know, like early days of Spider-Man in this, where he's kind of dealing with the day-to-day of school. He's dealing with... Um, getting his powers so that's not really a spoiler so when we meet mark at first he doesn't have any powers um and then you know he kind of realizes he does have powers and and it's not one of those where it's not like superman and lois like you say where the kids have no idea it's like dad you're superman holy shit i mean it's like for 16 (laughs) years you've never taken your fucking glasses off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he showered him yeah. in everything i know when we've been on holiday <laughs> by the beach and stuff uh, uh, you know you still had your glasses on and you just kept pissing off i just thought you were a raging alcoholic so yeah <laughs> so, so much yeah but when you when you lifted that car up above your head one handed i still yeah. didn't realize it was you dad <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's not like that. So he does know, you know, his dad has got these powers and, you know, he's kind of struggling to deal with them, isn't he? And I, I do get kind of a few Man of Steel vibes there. Because obviously in the, in the original 78 Superman the movie, you know, we just see Clark goes up. We spend about 50 minutes watching Clark grow up, don't we, in Smallville and then he disappears off to the Fortress of Solitude and then he's got his uh, Superman suit on and then he's he's just he's just Superman. He just flies off and then, you know, he gets a job at the Daily Planet. So we don't actually see him struggling with his powers at all, whereas I feel, feel like that is one of the things I'll give Man of Steel credit for. You, you see him kind of struggling to, you know, at first he's leaping, isn't he? And then he's sort of learning to fly. And so I, I did like that about this uh, series where he's really struggling with just the basic powers. And then when he gets into the wider, 
you know, into the public, he, he has to keep control of his powers as well. Yeah, yeah, he does. And I think that's where, again, the style, the artwork works to portray that on the screen and animated properties. He's, he's clever, Dave, really clever. Yeah. Well, Chris, I think, who would you recommend this to? I'm going to borrow this from, uh, it's something Tony asks all of his guests, you know, who who do you think should be watching this? Yeah, so for me, Dave, I think teenage years upwards, to be honest, it's not too much that, it's not like an R-rated thing or anything like that. There's, there's a bit of swear word, there's nothing that you wouldn't see on Netflix and that it's not as sweary as, say, The Boys, but I will say that it's certainly not for kids, Dave. It's certainly not something that an eight, nine, ten-year-old kid should be actually watching. Yeah. You know, unless you can get away with logging in. Teenagers upwards, it fits perfectly for me. This reminds me a lot of how I used to love cartoons. It's got that bit of violence in it, but my God, there is some proper adult twist to it and i'm fucking itching to say what it is and i can't so but no i really really enjoyed it I, I, honestly it's really surprised me and i think what you've got to take from it is that amazon like you've got the boys and that maybe that's their niche dave this comic book realm because they seem to get the right people on board from what i've seen so far yeah so i mean with this one following up from like you say the boys it... <sighs> It's coming into a weird time, isn't it, Chris? Because you've got, like, Netflix producing its own shows as well. Obviously, Amazon producing theirs. You've got Apple TV producing their own content as well. And it's it's like, I kind of liked it when it was just Netflix and they used to show other stuff. You know, if you signed up to everything now, you'd be skint, wouldn't you? You know, especially if you're signing up for the, for the football as well, you know, across Sky... BT, Amazon. I mean, I, to be honest, the great thing about Amazon is, you know, I'm always going to have it just for the free delivery. I just happen to get some TV and uh, music thrown in as well. But um, Dave, <laughs> you're talking. Sorry to interrupt. You're talking to me. I've got every every stream inside yeah. going. I pay for, and everyone in my family fucking uses it. So I, I'm definitely. We <laughs> <laughs> say it don't. I'm the one they tag on Facebook and go. Oh my God, there's a Netflix price increase. Oh no, but I don't pay for it. And they always tag me. My sisters do everything, but <laughs> literally everyone's rinsing me dry, Dave. I've, I've obviously got some. I'm not the best businessman in the world. Got a big mug on your forehead. <laughs> yep, big time. <laughs> You're the one shopping around for everyone's PlayStation 5s as well, are you? Taking up your yeah. own time and fucking getting everyone. <laughs> At no cost. You were laughing. I had about, I think I had, I think it, in the end it worked out, it was six PlayStation 5s in my house and I had four Xboxes, which I mean the PlayStations, are, I mean Xbox is like rocking all shit, but the PlayStation's on another level. And I got them because I know where to go, who to speak to, where to snag them from, blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. And you said to me, are you making any phone? I was like, nope. And you're like, well, you fool. You're fucking paying for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> up front yeah like cash flow is a thing as well so um yeah, yeah. some don't some don't listen to these days so it's God, very you're right yeah, it's very magnanimous of you that chris very magnanimous i have to say more than me <laughs> well i was i was trying for dan one of dan belgrave off the constant yeah, yeah. motion network as well you know super for dummies because he was struggling so i had all the alerts on and uh he was i was all over it for, for that for him but i just couldn't get him yeah one. yeah 
No, I, th I think it's fair enough. It's just the like I say these things aren't cheap, are they? So stocking up six in your house. Imagine if like someone just came round to your house, a copper or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, just all all for the family. Really? <laughs> You'd have to be digging out the receipts and everything, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> but um, no, I think you're right about Amazon. I mean. <sighs> One thing's for sure, they don't they don't play it safe, do they? So this no, this no. series is not going to be safe, and and I think you're right. I I think teenagers and and some younger kids will watch this. You know they will. Um, and I just wonder how yeah. many parents will you know a bit like my mate <laughs> walk in at one point yeah. and go, "What the hell is this? You shouldn't be watching this." You know, I thought this was yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, you know, yeah. so I, I think there might be a few of those. But no, honestly, I do think this one will be successful as well. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see where the series goes. And I, I'm kind of, because I've only read like half the book, um, or it's up to about issue five, I think. I'm wondering, do I continue reading the book or do I just, do I just let the series play out or not? So I, I'll I'll figure that out. But I think what we should do is when there's a few more episodes come out, we'll come back and we'll do like a proper spoiler review and we'll talk through some of those moments because, I mean, we've spoken a little bit off the recording, haven't we, about some of those moments. Yeah. But I kind of want to properly just let go and like, fuck, what about this bit, you know? So um, I think we'll have to come back and do that when the, when the series is, is uh, out in the public. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. It's the way uh, the way it should be, Dave. Because I'm itching to talk, about it, and I hope everyone listening's in the same situation. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's pencil it in as one of our proper reviews and give it a proper score, Dave. Because I think it's going to need it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, Chris, as we release this today on Friday, so we have changed. So we uh, spoke to Tony. Uh, usually we were coming out on a Thursday and Tony was coming out on a Friday and I think it just makes a bit more sense with you know having different media embargoes and stuff usually ending on a Friday we said well we'll change it around so Indie Comic Spotlight is going to come out on a Thursday from now and then TV and movie reviews will come out on the Friday but as we speak now we'll have watched the Snyder Cut yesterday yes so I <laughs> I'm wondering <laughs> what my future self will have made of it. But um, so for next week, that's going to be our review. And like I say, by the time you're hearing this, wait. we'll have watched it. But uh, at the moment, all we know is we've seen a few little hints on Twitter. I haven't seen any major spoilers, but I have seen a couple of people say, that's it, right, I'm coming off Twitter. Thanks for spoiling it. You bunch see you next Tuesdays. <laughs> so. I haven't seen any spoilers, but I mean, the the initial feedback seems to be very positive, doesn't it, from what I can tell? Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm of the opinion, like, it's difficult because when you do get, you know, a screener or stuff like that, you you, you know, you don't, you're buzzing, especially something so important as this, Dave. This is make or break for DC, I think, because... You know, as an individual films, brilliant. You know, I'm hoping that the Robert Patterson Batman is going to be amazing. And I like the Joker a lot. I think I liked it a bit more than you did. And I really, really enjoyed it. They need something. And I'm praying that it's it. But I just think sometimes people who are in our arena, and I do it with video games and stuff like that, 
you you have a unconscious bias, don't you? Because you know you're itching to see it. It's it's of what sort of stuff they're going to bring in, especially if you've got a comic book background. But I've seen a lot of people whose opinions that we both value, and they have they're usually pretty much quite genuine, and you know they are genuine, and they have give it the thumbs up, Dave. So I cannot wait. I really, and I haven't seen any spoilers. I am so excited for that. It's four hours, and I, I think it's going to fly by for me, if I'm honest. And I must admit, right, hands up. I, I did groan. I, I think it was last week I logged on and I saw um, Restore the Snyderverse was trending on Twitter and I'm like, oh, fuck's sake, I've, I've had enough with this now. <laughs> Just I want to see it. Of course I want to see it. But then I'm sick of these social media guerrilla campaigns to try and um, yeah. get the studio to, to do something. If this is brilliant, though, then... I, I think, of course, why why would you not play that out further? I think what it does, Chris, it just, if it is brilliant, it just says to me again that Warner Brothers just don't really know what they're doing. And they really need to wrestle that. Because if it is brilliant, it should have always been brilliant. You know, but it seems yeah. like they had this massive change in direction. They thought, basically, they wanted to do um, an Avengers copy and so, you know, that's why we get this weird tonal mess of a movie. I, I, you know, and I know obviously there were tragic circumstances with Zack Snyder himself, but I think he was already kind of being muscled out a bit. And, you know, from what I can tell, he just didn't want to have that fight uh, while he was obviously dealing with all the stuff in his personal life. So I think it looks, it sounds like it's going to be great. I think some of the people who've been campaigning for it are obviously, I think they're they're going to be really happy with it. Um, I, I'm still on the fence until I actually watch it, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I haven't seen, like I say, I haven't seen anything negative at all. So uh, so let's see. But Chris, what I suggest is let's listen to the trailer. No. Charging bull and don't wave the red cape at it. You were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes you the rest of your life, find out what that reason is. Said the age of heroes would never come again. 
We live in a society where honor is a distant memory. Isn't that right? Batman. So, no, Dave, I'm really excited. I can't wait. And uh, as always, guys, if you want to follow us on social media, at Comics in Motion P, if you want to email us, the Comics in Motion podcast at gmail.com. And get over to our podcast feed, guys, because obviously we're going to be going through this, reviewing it, but I'm sure across all our other shows, all our great friends who produce stuff on our uh, feed, they will be talking about it as well, Dave, because it's been a buzz on our Discord channel, hasn't it? So, so like, we all are intrigued to see what they can do with it because the old adage about polishing a turd, Dave, this could be the one time where it actually comes out as a piece of gold. <laughs> That's yeah, terrible. It's not, it's not good. I don't, we don't think it's polishing a turd. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, again, this has been... Uh, it's been... Bit different for us, hasn't it, Chris? I know we did it with Batman Solo the Dragon yeah. as well, but uh, it is interesting. And I don't know about you, but I've been constantly want to talk about what actually happens and spoil it all. But um, I think we did all right there in, in not spoiling anything. So, anyway, mate, when I speak to you next on this channel, we'll have watched the Snyder Cup and we'll have some actual opinions about it. So, I'll speak to you then. Take care, everyone. Bye. Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Team Xavier. Go fuck yourself. What in the ass? Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale of night? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. Would you care to step outside? Come to me, son of Jerome! Kneel before Zod! Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. I am Iron Man. I'm Batman. And he? Oh, Whoa! Hey!